Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. Old boy. And the title of this week's episode is Come Play With Us, Danny. <laughs> God. That is like a, a, a really bad English kid impression, I feel like. Wait, this episode isn't like just about talking about shining conspiracy theories, is it? No, but I would love that. I would be down. I'm just not prepared. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say come play with us, Danny? Danny. Danny. I, I got it now. I'm lost. Wait, you, what did you think we were talking about? I don't know. I don't know what you were doing. I thought it was... I had no idea did what... Did you think I said Danny? <laughs> Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Anyway, now I understand your issue with the title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. No. But this week we are talking about a subject because we're called raising Nashville. All three of us are raising children, and there are certain things that come along with children. Certain things you get excited about when you find out you're having children because you get to do. Sure. And what I am kind of leading on to is toys. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kids' toys. When you think about having a kid, some people's mindset goes into like a a nurturing frame or, you know, they're thinking, you know, we've got to get the room ready. We've got to read the books. We've got to do all this stuff to prepare for a child. And my mind goes back to, well, shit, man, in a couple of years, I get to play with his toys. We'll get this this kid a BB gun, man. Exactly. I don't know about you guys, but I was like, well, it's fine. I finally feel... Not as creepy just walking through toy sections now. Because I used to just like, I'd go to Target and be like, fuck it, man. I'm going to walk through the toy section and see what, what's right. out now. Right. You just, yeah. And I felt like, what's that, what's that even do that I was going to have a kid before I even knew if it was a boy or a girl? It's like, no, it's all good. It's all good. I'm having a kid in like a year. It's yeah. like the yeah, expected exactly. mother parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expecting father. I can legally do this now. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, you have to cruise the toy section, man. See what's uh, see what's popular. Yeah, that's one thing I never grew out of. I don't know. I'm derailing it again. No, you're not. So, I mean, when we grew up, we played with toys. Our kids play with toys, and we want to kind of do an episode on you know just toys that we played with growing up, how they have evolved into the toys that our children play with today, and just kind of deep dive into the subject and make it fun. Because there's there is if you haven't seen it. On Netflix, there's currently a like a documentary with a bunch of episodes called um, "The Toys That Made Us." The Toys That Made Us, and it's w- great if you haven't seen it. It really is, and it's evolved into the movies that made us, and all of those episodes are really good. But the the toys that made us are definitely not the toys that are making our children, because we think back on what we played with as kids. And as always, or mostly on Raising Nashville, we like to dive into history of things, and this one is not that exciting. Um, But if you want to know where the history of toys came from, let me give you just a brief little uh, lesson here. Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) That was very short. Okay. Okay. So, what? no. (laughs) Santa Claus does make toys, but he did not start the toy, I don't think. Okay. so the the origin of toys is actually prehistoric. It says dolls representing infants, animals, and soldiers, as well as representations of tools used by adults, are readily found at archaeological sites. 
the origin of the word toy is unknown, but is believed to be uh, first used in the 14th century. And it, it also says on Wikipedia, toys are mainly made for children. I've, okay, yeah. Hmm. So there's your history of toys. Um, we want to keep that brief, and we want to kind of talk about... Uh, just, I like that, though. Kids have always been kids. I yeah, like they've that. always wanted to play with something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to keep them occupied. And in a world of screens, which we have dove into more than uh, on one occasion here on Raising Nashville Podcast. Sure. We like to get back into, you know, dexterity and things that you actually can touch and play with. And it, it really sparks that imagination. Absolutely. Right? These yeah. toys allow you to expand your mind and to create this world around this toy. You see it, uh, what is it? Is it Alice in Wonderland or um, certain... Things where, you know, girls have tea parties with their toys um, because they make them come alive. Exactly, yeah. um, So, And now we just want to jump in, too, because it's even really before that. Like, there's like, you know, it's great to have your baby, like, you know, obviously not like a newborn or something. But once they're able to actually hold or do something or even like kind of focus on things, it's great to have some sort of toy around them because every single color, shape, texture, any type of thing that they see, sound like stimulates them and stimulates their mind and makes them more aware to the world around them and just makes like really affects their brain development even that early in life. And on many occasions annoys the shit out of the parent. Well, Sometimes. I mean, yeah, that's true. And we kind of want to get into that today because the way this <laughs> this idea started was uh, we had we were having a conversation about the toys our kids play with and what annoys you about the, the toys that they played with. Right. So we go through, uh, you know, what you're currently buying for your children because I have a nine-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Old boy's got a five-year-old juice box. Um, One and a half. We're, yeah, we're getting to two on, so di- on juice box. We're different stages and genders, so yeah. So um, we wanted to talk about what are currently popular among toys. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, this is 2020. So we just passed the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, obviously opened a lot of toys for Christmas season and purchased a lot of toys. Fresh batch. Some toys. against our will, where I said, I do not want to buy that, but obviously the kid has to have it. Yeah, Santa brought it. Um, and then the toys. Did that- he get an inflatable? He did not get an inflatable. Uh, is still out in the front yard. So, so you have three now? Uh, we still have two. Um, I, we've covered this one a year. That is my max. But we're in a new year. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, so oh, man, I can't wait until like 12 years from now and your front yard is just littered with these things. Right. You're like, finally got that last reindeer. Oh, but it'll totally be like whatever 2.0 of inflatables is. That's true. <laughs> right. Maybe you, holograms. That might be more acceptable. Did you guys see that meme over the holiday season where uh, it, it's just like Yoda with a uh, lightsaber? It's a statue of him in the middle of the yard and all the inflatables are just deflated around him. Oh, that's so it awesome. looks like he kills all of them. Yeah. Maybe I'll great. try that, but that's not original. That's something I see a picture of i'm like okay but i would never put that in my yeah. <laughs> right come, yeah come on because i didn't i didn't start it yeah or just because and it's just 
Yeah, it's cool to see a picture of it. It's not cool to have in your yard. In your yard, yeah. So over time, especially in our generation, you know, you see things like Tickle Me Elmo was a very popular toy. Still a popular thing. Is it really? Yeah, we have one. I did not know that. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I I have a dancing Elmo. No, there's like a thousand Elmos now. You're right. Tickle Me Elmo did probably start it. And just like that one is one that stayed consistent. But yeah, I think we have three Elmos right now. Sure. But Furbies were a big one uh, in our lifetime. Uh, It kind of sparked the movie Jingle All the Way, which was about, Mm. you know, the headache of trying to find a toy, especially around holiday season. The the popular toy. Right. Yeah. And there was the... There was a popular toy like every single year. Every year. Like. And how does that even dictate it? Like, is that some kind of like just great ad manufacturing, like advertising it, or something? It has so. to be marketing because right. what I, I noticed in 2019 specifically was there was no overwhelming, I have to have this toy where, you know, somebody goes out and just buys 30 of them and then resells them for this crazy amount of money. I wonder if it also has to do with, um, I know it's all supply and demand, but if if there is only a limited amount of something and it's semi-popular, if it just projects or uh, propels it to the forefront. But I guess that's my point. Like, is the limited amount manufactured on purpose? You know, are they they trying to drive up this demand for their product by producing less of this one and then creating a hype about the it buzz. and then, you know, getting you to buy, well, you know, you can't get that. So you might as well buy all what some, one of our other products or something. It, it could be, I think as long as they, as long as they think it'll continue selling or um, that, that initial push, um, because like Juicebox just said, you bring up a good point. I can't buy this tickle me Elmo, but I can buy Burton Ernie and it'll make yeah. up for it. And tickle me Elmo will be available next year. <laughs> and then I'll buy grouch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this green thing in a trash can uh, with a you know a projection lid, and you yeah. know he pops out on his own. Well, yeah. Still, so much better than Elmo, right? True. So um, let's talk about the toys that you are currently dealing with in your household. Um, like like we said, you know, uh, about three years old, nine years old, five years old, and one and a half. Uh, we all have different toys that we're currently housing. Sure. Um, and I'll start with saying my nine-year-old, we continue to buy him things and, uh, he does not play with them. <laughs> he goes right back to screens so, I mean, or books, which, which is good because he splits his time between screens and books, but sure. you know, for Christmas, you get him a Lego and that thing is still in the box still or in the um, box? Yeah. Huh. we had eight unopened toys from last year and i'm talking 2018 christmas that i found this year um that he had never touched and i took him down to toy field uh that happens every year at the titan stadium which i would have i could have i would like to have put those together no i'm glad i'm glad that you did that but man maybe you just buy some less toys just keep giving it to him until he opens it or just, you know, don't buy him as many toys if he's not going to be... If there's, like, multiple boxes that he's not even opening, that's, so that's extreme. That's, that's the tough. thing, and we are in this weird caveat, and I hate to keep going back to Christmas, but it just happened, um, where he's nine, so he needs to see boxes on Christmas morning and a bunch of things. And what But if he's you're not going to be freaking appreciative of what you get, then I, I don't... There's, that is there's, true. There's, there's no, something lost in the lesson He's there. appreciative when he opens it, but it just kind of gets thrown to the wayside. Like, well, it's... 
put in a closet because we need to get it out of the living room and then it's just forgot about well then maybe you need to read his interest better maybe i mean if he's clearly (laughs) not no i'm sorry i'm just saying if he's not in the if he's got eight boxes of unopened legos i would say the man's not in legos man so maybe he is in legos he's got 30 things he's put together so. right but i think something we're we're about to cover is like kids grow out of things real quick at least on in my experience kids like whatever is popular right now is not popular in 30 days sure uh, and, and and it's not even i don't even know if that's advertising because like i don't think my kid is exposed. It's attention span it's attention span it's just uh well and a lot of these toys just aren't designed to hold your attention for that long i don't feel like you know unless you maybe you know some kids are better at their imagination than other and can deal with you know make up other stories or make up other games to play with it but honestly like if you've got a new toy and you play with it for you know a week you've probably got a thousand other toys that's going to distract you after that right yeah and that's the difference that you said was imagination and when we were growing up we had to be imaginative because this is what we had they have so much more at their disposal that can distract them that can, you know, like, like we've talked about, nobody goes outside anymore. You know, you're sitting behind a screen or, um, in our case, I mean, he's reading books, which I heavily, you know, am behind. Right. But these toys, I don't know, sometimes again, they go unplayed with, they go unopened in my case. Um, but there are, I also have a three-year-old who, uh, is absolutely into toys and like, they annoy the shit out of me. Hey, man, you can play with that. Yeah. Well, what thing? What the one thing that sucks is he's got a like a driving uh, Jeep thing, right? Yeah, I've heard about this with, with the pedal on it and like a power wheel, I, like a power wheels, and it's a Jeep. And what pisses me off about that one is I can't shrink myself small <laughs> enough to get in that thing and drive it around because I never had one. And that's all I want to do. And that's all the nine-year-old wants to do, too. Because And he's too big, and it just frustrates both of us that he has this toy. That is tough, man. Because, yeah, we didn't have one of those growing up. And yeah. I would – I mean, I'm debating buying one of those for him next year. I didn't even know anybody that had one growing up. I've never driven one of those no, things. No, me neither. It was a myth. I didn't think they were real. I thought they were just on commercials. Yeah. I remember going over to one person's house that was, like, the rich people that we knew – and they had a power wheel. It was the Bigfoot one. Because maybe that was the only one you could get back in the day. Dang, I don't know. I but forgot it was... about the Bigfoot one. Okay. Well, that that was like the main one I remember. I don't know. I can't remember if there was other ones. Yeah. But I remember this kid just like not even wanting to play with it. Like, nah, I, I don't want to get it out. And it's like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, too. You mm-hmm. have a Bigfoot, a drivable Bigfoot in your garage. And we're not going to get it out and drive it around because you're bored with it. Sorry, Thad. We're getting this <laughs> yeah. Bigfoot out. I, we weren't friends for very long. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the two and a half year old or three year old that I have, um, his toys are, that's one. It's great. But the rest of his toys are kind of boring at this <laughs> sure. point. Blocks um, and, and small toys, right? Blocks are exci- can be exciting if you have an imagination. We do. I love the blocks. And sure. I'm talking about like the big foam blocks. We do dominoes with them. We build houses. I think blocks is one of those things that's very important for like the, like it's a great toy because it helps with development. It helps with imagination. It helps with like motor skills. Um, if you have the blocks that like not the ones you're talking about specifically but you know like wooden blocks that are in different shapes and stuff so you're building different towers and you're just using your imagination to build that those are like those are one of the staples that it seems like kids always come back to and no matter how old they are like they can still find something fun to do with them right hold on you play bones 
with these like Mexican trains and stuff. <laughs> Where Dom- man, your no, kid is I, I line the dominoes man. up or the oh, oh, blocks oh, up. Okay. And the domino Sorry. is it effect? I mean, what, yeah. what do you call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. No, I'm, oh, not playing, I'm not slamming dominoes on a on a, a card table or him on you, man. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the toys that he has that are absolutely boring. Right now, the puzzles with the big pieces that go in it, yeah, boring. Um, he like, see, are j- you jigsaw? But are you saying these are boring for you or for him? I think. Well, okay, for me, okay. but they're annoying. I, just, they're yeah. annoying We're to me because I can't play with them. He also has one of those uh, boxes with the. Like, the only way I can describe this is when you're taking your kid to the doctor in the doctor's office. They have that little wire form thing yeah. at the top, and they uh-huh. move these little pieces along the wire form. Yeah, boring. Like, once you get to the end, he's even bored with that now. Um, well, sure. But I kids mean. get, you know, Baby Shark right now. All right. Baby Shark is the right. biggest craze. It was a song. It turned into a book that I literally have to read this book at night to go to sleep. And I've got to the point where I don't sing it. I just read the words straight. <laughs> and he he's like, ne- next book, next book. <laughs> well, yeah, you've bored him out of that book. He's like, oh, you're not even going to sing. Like, Baby shark, do, 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 do. So you're like, you're like a William Shatner again? <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah, if I was your kid too, I'd be like, yeah, next book, dad, please. Don't, don't, don't phone it in on I'm, it. Man, <laughs> We did that. I wish we would have done the book, our kids' books episode later on, because I'm starting to encounter some of the stuff that you guys were talking about initially now, where it's like our kid wants to read the same book over and over again, and it's the worst book. Right. Yep. And he's got another book that it's like, uh, Bucky, I think you, it's not a sassy book, which you were against because all the things flip up, you know, all yep. the little tabs and everything, but it's like a Dr. Seuss type book, but it's got like pull out tabs and this other stuff. And it's destroyed. It's completely wrecked. So now you're going through this book and you're like, it's not even, first off, it's not even a good or interesting book. It's just terrible. And the second off, all the stuff is ripped out of it. So it's just like, why do you want to read this over and over again? Every 30 minutes, he's like, dog go, dog go. Um, So I don't, I'm trying to think like, there's nothing super annoying right now that we have. Um, Like I said, besides that book that was really getting under my skin. Uh, we did get our kid a, like a tiny little drum set for Christmas, and everybody was like, "Why did you do that? What's wrong with you? You're gonna hate yourself." And it's like we already had like shakers and other like noise stuff around here, and I had like a stand up drum set in, the, in our bonus room for a while that our kid was like obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Even like from the you know as soon as he learned how to crawl, he was crawling up to the bass drum pedal and like you know trying to push it or whatever. So we got him that. I don't know. Maybe I will get sick of it, but right now uh, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, it really we, is. To see him walk in, walk in the living room on Christmas morning, and we already had it set up there. Like he walked in the living room, saw it, and like turned around and looked at us and was just like blown away. And then ran over there and grabbed the drumsticks and started playing on it immediately. Like yeah, knew what to awesome. do and just like – I was like, this is – even if I get sick of this in a month, this situation right here, this scenario was worth the 70 bucks that I paid for that drum set or whatever. Right. That's awesome. I, I wanted to get my daughter a drum set too. Uh, I guess I would say like the only annoying thing is you guys have probably all had these. It's like a little activity type center thing that like you push different buttons and it'll have like animal noises or other, you know, words oh, yeah. or just like random sure. stuff. I don't even, I don't even know what the technical term of that is, but we have this one that's got all these farm animals on it, which is awesome. Cause our kid like, really 
really got into farm animals and he's like really about like farm animal noises and stuff like that. So, so that's awesome. He loves playing with it, but for some reason, I don't know if it was made in like England or something, because when you push, (laughs) when you push it on the farmer, it just says farmer, farmer, (laughs) farmer. So, uh, the top 2019, uh, toys that were out there other than the baby shark thing that I mentioned that we do have, uh, Elsa's ice palace, um, <clears throat> yep. because obviously Frozen is massive in today's time. We don't have that yet. No? That's good. All right, you're holding it off. The Zero Gravity Laser Race Car. You guys might have seen this in viral videos where it can drive up the wall. Um, have you guys played with one of those? Mm-mm. I have not, but uh, we have one that has not been opened yet. Cool. So I'll ask the kid that you donate it to next year how it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, it's saying like the sprinkle art shaker. I don't know what that is. Um, but here's something, and here's a toy that I actually want to bring up with you guys and talk about, uh, the transition of it, because I think this is the best toy out there for kids all the way up to adult age and has been for a very, very long time. But one of the top night, 2019, <laughs> no, sorry, you could call them toys. Um, but the top 2019 gift was uh, the Fortnite version of a Nerf gun. And uh, obviously, Fortnite's a big game out right now, but let's talk about Nerf guns. Because since I was a kid to right now, it still makes me feel like a kid. And we have like an arsenal of them. It's still the funnest thing that you can do. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They've evolved so much since when we were young. It was like yeah. a muzzle loader oh, back yeah, in yeah. our day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And to now you had they, to pack the air down in yeah, there to just, no, yeah. get some gunpowder to put it in there. But it, it was kind of you had to load up the one freaking orange. They still have bullet. those. They still have single loaders, um, but they also have clips now where you can just put in a clip of like twelve Nerf. Things. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's um, insane. It's it has evolved and it's a lot of fun because I have you know a kid actually two kids that are at the age for it and. We have battles in the basement, and it's still one of my funnest pastimes. With yeah, them. that is awesome. I I fully enjoy that. Like, like uh, yeah, didn't Nerf come on the scene like the same time as Super Soaker? Like there was a really I mean, big was, gun movement. It started as footballs, right? Yeah, Nerf was like Nerf was around probably since oh, the sixties yeah. or seventies, but I don't know when Nerf guns came out. Yeah, I don't know either. So I'm annoyed by all my toys from my daughter. Um, most of them are Barbies. And they're all naked. She she'll get a new Barbie, and we don't even buy her new Barbies. We just go to like a, a garage sale or something, find old Barbies. Sure. She undresses all of them, and I've realized something about them. They all look the same naked. It's all it's all the same Barbie. Okay. So different I head, right? Uh, sometimes not really. Different makeup, paint on the face. Uh, I don't even know if it's real. I mean, I don't know. They all look the same. It's the same blonde hair, same body, same face. It's Barbie, right? But we have we have a ton of them, so we started uh, we started like removing some here and there. Okay, right. So it's like okay, let's just take some out. Um, she's also started she started playing with uh, these dolls. I don't know how she found out about them. They're called LOL dolls. Okay, and it's basically like little like sexified babies. Oh, or man. something and that's, i'm like man i'm totally against it that's one thing i've got a list of like 
toy bad bad toys yeah i guess bad toys is not you know that's not the best way to say it but just some toys to avoid that i want to come up talk about here in a minute and that's one of the things that's on there yeah and it it is and she's like oh lol dolls and it's uh it's like a sexified little child and it comes with all these accessories and i'm like this is gross i'm telling you man yeah it's or kittens or it's like a sexified kitten it's weird man it's just very strange to me it is weird and it's it comes back to that whole like thing the youtube kid thing that we were talking about like how they sexified a lot of videos on right. that and it's just like what is the end game of that right yeah what yeah what yeah what's the perception my child has of this toy i'm quietly watching a commercial on my phone right now of an lol surprise doll and right lol it surprise is right. a little uncomfortable it's weird it, yeah. it's very strange i mean I before that it was like what, what was it there was like the brats doll or yeah. something like that which was kind of like a barbie se- yeah sexy or i don't know like a it's like Agro a, a, Barbie or something? Something like that. Speaking of sexified dolls, so let me ask you, why are all the Barbies naked? She was just in that phase, man. So she would just undress. And I think it was at like her attempt to undress them to put other clothes on them and then realize like it. I didn't know if she was doing them. all their laundry at no, the same time, no, learning just, those skills. <laughs> That's something else I want to talk about is, uh, is like the toys that are focus towards girls or like kitchens and stuff like that which i'm i'm also against sure but like, they always I, have been right 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 but i, I would are those i mean levon's got a kitchen i was yeah that's what i was gonna say i feel like they're becoming that's becoming more unisex or whatever you want to call it like i think i think it maybe it may be gender neutral was it was your kitchen given to levon or did y'all go get him a kitchen we got him a kitchen you got and him a we kitchen. set okay. it right outside our kitchen so it looks like he's cooking he's, while okay. his mom's cooking. all right all it's, right fair enough fair yeah. enough okay all yeah. right well my, but i agree with you our kitchen's a peppa pig pink kitchen yeah that's we just ain't like, got a pink kitchen exactly yeah that's true and i'm and you're right i mean th- things like you know easy bake oven were straight up marketed towards girls, girls you know while right. gi joe was being marketed towards boys boys you know? yeah so it was, it was i don't know i just don't i don't really like it the peppa pig kitchen i may have told you guys also makes a frying sound that is distinctly bacon and i'm it's very strange <laughs> very strange how, to me how is it distinctly lo- bacon yeah. it's bacon sizzling man it's like but a lot of things can sizzle okay sausage but i just you're right i was getting ready to say ham also it'd be country ham so anyway i just i find it very like uncomfortable though you don't you don't like the sizzling no i do but it's a pig it's peppa pig it's it's Oh, I right. just now got that. Anyway, so uh but she's kind of gotten out of out of that stage and she's really plays which the good toys I want to talk about are her arts and crafts like the kid loves drawing, loves spending time just making things, which is That's awesome. Yeah, which is great. And she got a bike, so she's like she's out biking, I guess now. Mm-hmm. So, and she got uh some more outdoor stuff, so I'm I'm thrilled about that. One year for Asher, I got him a bike. Well, Santa got him a bike for uh, Christmas, and uh, apparently I got it too big, so he couldn't use it for a year, and that was my fault. Or Santa's fault. It was or, your fault or Santa's San- fault? Sorry, Santa's fault. Yeah, Santa's. definitely Santa's fault. His elf, well, it, Santa doesn't take fault. He put that fault on the elves. <laughs> uh, real, real quick, 1989 was when the first Nerf gun was invented. Dang, wow. Yeah, that sounds about right. We'd have been about seven or eight. We got all the cool like stuff that. right in, in the same pocket, like Nintendo and Nerf. And it didn't shoot a dart. It just shot a miniaturized Nerf ball. 
Ah. So before we get into the toys that are uh, not good for us, I'd love to go (laughs) and talk to you guys about the toys while we were growing up. Because the list, as I read earlier for top 2019 toys, uh, probably a little bit different than we were growing up um, just because of uh, marketing. I mean, let's be honest with you. You know. I was born in 1982. The number one toy to come out in 1982 was a glow worm. And I had We have a glow worm right now. Do you really? Yeah, like a new one. So So, you squeeze its belly, it's soft, and its head glows? Yeah, and now it plays like a little lullaby. All right, when we're done recording, I want to see this. But I had glow worms. uh, I I was talking to Old Boy recently, and he said he didn't even know what that was. I do not remember (laughs) glow worms. Yeah, we had one as a kid, and our kid now has one. Huh. Sure. I have to see it too. The 1981 number one toy was the He Man set. Castle Grey School? I don't think it was Castle Grey School. Oh. I think Castle Grey School came along later, but it was the initial He Man push. So I'm okay. assuming that uh, completely went along with the TV show that was on. Yeah, that's. I mean, back, back in the 80s, I didn't do, like, I didn't bring up a bunch of facts about it, but. um. Basically, toy lines were created alongside of a cartoon. The cartoon was just the commercial for the toys. The forerunner. Yeah. Basically, that was it. Here's a 30-minute commercial about these toys, and to here's these it. toys. Brilliant. So but before I move on, I want to, and I'm not going to go through every year, but I want to say, in 1982, Glowworm was That's the number glow one worm? toy. That's a Glowworm. In 1983, Cabbage Patch Kids. The originals right. came out. So one year later, you get a way worse looking toy. Yeah. I mean, that looks like but a God, rag doll. Those things were so popular. I had one of those, yeah. You had a Cabbage Patch Kid? Yeah. Everybody as, did. As a kid, yeah. I, I feel did. like you didn't have one? No, as a I, was a, I was a Care Bear kid. As a bur- uh, oh, yeah. I think we had Care Bears, too. I feel like Care we Bears had Care Bears, too, maybe. Uh, so uh, then in 1985, breaking on the scene and completely revolutionizing the uh, stuffed animal game, Teddy Ruxpin. That did you guys ever have Teddy Ruxpin? I don't think so. I, I think I did. I did not. That shit was way too fancy for us to. Yeah, did. I don't think we did. I think it's also very creepy. You put a tape in the in his back, maybe. Did yeah. his mouth move to other stuff? Could you put on like an Aerosmith tape in there, and he would like sing to Aerosmith, or I don't walk know. Where his mouth would move to Aerosmith. Another thing that I had was uh, my buddy. Do you remember my buddy? Yeah. I'm, yes, I because you the, sang the song to oh me last God. night, and I bet, I, and you sang Little Sister. That, <laughs> no, those commercials, sister, kid sister. sister. Those commercials are ingrained in my brain. They, they are. That, that's the catchiest, mar- one of the catchiest marketing songs for a toy I think ever. Um, because I think that toy sold based on that song. I mean, probably because. Oh, man, and and it doesn't surprise me you had one. Yeah, thanks. I was gonna say I had a brother, so I had no desire to have that toy. Right. <laughs> so we also had other toys back in the day. If we couldn't afford, uh, you know, the nice stuff, but I don't know when Lego was invented. But Lego uh, was invented in like the '60s or '70s. I feel like it's been around for a really long time. So I know we couldn't afford Legos like you know today. So I had this thing called Lincoln Logs, and again, that's where you build these old like. Uh, what, what log are they? cabins, log man. cabins, look, colonial houses. You keep bringing up Lincoln logs. Like I remember Lincoln logs, but I don't remember playing with Lincoln logs that much. But Legos, I had Legos, but it was just a, a hodgepodge of toys, like or of white, red, yellow bricks. Exactly. No, yeah, I remember that too. Because we had we had Lincoln logs growing up. We had a pretty decent 
amount of them that I, I feel like we inherited from somebody else. You know, they were just like in a big box and those were, I don't know. I enjoyed playing with those a lot as a kid, but same thing with the Legos. Like one of our more well-to-do family friends, just like their kids got sick of Legos. And I remember them bringing over, it was basically a giant duffel bag just right. full of random Legos. It was there was no set or anything. Like every once in a while, you could maybe find one of those little slanted pieces that looked like it had like a computer console or something on there. <laughs> so like, you were yes. like, "Oh my god, I got to save this for when I finally build that spaceship." But yeah, it was right. just like a hodgepodge. Like there was no hardly any set. Maybe there were sets, but they just they didn't exist to me. They didn't make our. They didn't make their way to me either. But you're right. Yeah, there's no Death Star. It was just no, I had uh, no instructions. No instructions. Now you open a Lego box and there are twenty seven bags and twenty seven booklets of instructions, and yeah. you're like, "Good God, this is going to take weeks." Uh, well, and then you walk back in your kid's room two days later, and it's done. <laughs> that takes away from some of the imagination too, maybe. Yeah, you had to build your own when you were a kid. The, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this, because actually, now that we're talking about it, I do vaguely remember getting one or two like somewhat you know they weren't like movie tie-ins or anything like that it was just some some kind of set but it was like you could build this or you could build this or you could build that it was like you could build like four things that like things are they still like that or is it there's so few like that okay um it it, it, yeah it's cool i think although taking them apart is a much harder than it used to be yeah well, and keeping things organized and keeping track of all that because there are way more small like really small pieces now it seems like sure um, one thing we've talked about before, like, I can't remember, does, does your kid, he follows the instructions when he's putting it together, right? Yeah. I know a lot of kids, like my old, one of my former bosses, his kid would look at like YouTube videos of how to put the thing together, which to me is just like, why? Still haven't gotten there yet. And I'm so happy about that. Ducks. I'm all about toys and I, I love it. You know, sometimes occasionally we'll get a toy that I can play with remote control cars. I mean, sure. that is a big thing going on right now. We've got a bunch of them. Some of them are garbage, but some of them are actually pretty good. Um, I remember when we were kids, remote control cars were much harder to come by. Um, sure. They were a little bit more expensive yeah. and they were way more badass than they are today. Um, probably had to put gas in ours. Right? <laughs> they were more badass. They were more badass. I remember. Um, I remember building a remote control car one really? one time, Dang. and um, that was fun because those things went really fast. But I think when we yeah. were kids, these remote control cars could, you know, they advertised that they drove through the grass and they could drive through the grass. Now they advertise that they can do it, and they it won't even go on carpet. <laughs> yeah, it gets to the grass and stalls out. Yeah. yeah. Um, See, what's crazy, I am like a couple years older than you guys, so I don't know if you remember this, but there used to be a very big distinction between remote control and radio control cars. Okay. Remote control car had a remote control, but there was a wire attached to the car from the remote. Oh, I do remember Radio control cars were the straight wireless ones, and that was like where it got really really expensive. Because I can remember as a kid, like at one point, I don't even know what it was for, because I mean, it wasn't like a Christmas or birthday or anything. But what are you, what are you guys doing? I'm sorry, I was I was trying to. I was he's trying he's to gesturing. Mime. No, <laughs> fuck you. I was, I was trying to mom asshole, and I was trying to mom the antenna of the remote control. Oh, oh sorry. It looked, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, I, I just. It looked like your encounter with species in the movie. <laughs> 
So anyway, just all that to say, like, I can remember getting something that was like, look like the most badass radio control car ever, getting it out of the package and realizing that it had a cord from the remote to the thing. So you're stuck following behind this thing, like literally like three feet at the most. I remember that now. Do you, uh, do you still call them radio control cars? No. I mean, now I call it no, because I don't feel like that exists anymore. Now it's just a remote control car. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, those are some fun things that we played with. Um, Juicebox also wanted to tell us about some things that if you're out there and you're purchasing toys, you got kids our age, you might want to give it a second thought or a third. Yeah. And I feel like some of the stuff on this list is kind of a no brainer. And then some of it's kind of like, I feel like it's the situation or something. I don't know. But basically the whole thing, like, like we were talking about earlier, you want to buy your kids something that's going to be mentally stimulating to them, you know, not just like a flashing light, something that they can interact with. that's going to keep their attention. That's the ideal thing. Sure. So some of the things on this list of what you don't want to buy your kid kind of seems like it's going against that. But like one of the first thing on this list, kids motor ride on toys. I, I don't know. So I, 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 and I don't know if I agree with that either. Cause it's just like, it's their argument is that like, it does all the work for the kid. They're not like up and moving around and walking around and blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of like, it's, I mean, You're they're not just, them. just going to drive this thing. It only, the battery only lasts probably 20 minutes. Like if, if anything, it's going to teach them a lesson that, Hey, you can play with this for this amount of time. And then you're going to have to wait for it to charge up. Exactly. It's not like they're going to, you know, Hey, it's bath time. Well, let me hop in the Jeep. Yeah. So that's one of those (laughs) things. And it also, it's like, it doesn't help build up hand-eye coordination, which I also don't necessarily agree with. Right. I just like driving takes hand-eye coordination. Exactly. Okay. So next one, toy robots. And this is more for these, uh, like, I guess newer robots that you're able to like do some, like there's an app that goes with it and you can kind of program it or whatever. (laughs) So that's like, on one hand, you know, you're teaching your kid programming and teaching them like, you know, if you cause sure. an effect, like if you do this, then this robot will do this. And if you do this and this robot will do this, but at the same time, they're on a phone. Does it turn into, I gotcha. Does it turn into the empire state building? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It turns into a building. I don't get no it. No one wants to play at the building. <laughs> Can you program it to take spankings for you? I mean, I guess if you're savvy enough. That'd be my kind of robot. Well, um, it's time to take a bath while we sit the robot is. So I'm not going to touch on every one of these other things, but like uh, one of the ones on this list is Hatchimals, which do you guys? Have, we had are, some, yeah. Okay. I'm not super familiar. I mean, I know that that exists. I kind of know what it is, but I've never had much experience with one. But it just says, other than watching the, the kit, they are, other than watching the eggs, eggs hatch, there's not a lot of value in helping their learning development. No, no there's um, nothing. Remote control cars are on this list, which I, I think is also BS. Like, if your kid is only playing with a remote control car, maybe, but I, right, I don't, right. that doesn't feel like it's bad. I think if I could take two things that were invented in my lifetime and just pick those two to play with, Nerf and remote control cars would probably be both of them. Right. <laughs> I agree. Those are the top two things that are awesome in this world. You try to shoot the car while I drive it. And it's, and this is, this it's is a great game. Yeah, exactly. This is one of those things that's tough though, is because I li- I've, I'm saying I'm with you guys. I like Nerf guns. I think they're fun to play with. It's also kind of tricky because it's sending a weird message to your kid, kind of glorifying guns and playing violence, with guns yeah. and violence and stuff like that. So I feel like there. I, I don't know. I, I'm not an expert. I don't know what the answer there is, but there's something that's just not that sits a little weird with me there. It's your responsibility as a parent to tell them that hey, while this is fun, 
Um, it's not fun in real life. Yeah. This is pretend. The, this is pretend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about, you You were saying earlier that LOL Dolls made that list. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That, it was right after Toy Guns. Uh, sexy looking dolls. Uh, they can create an image for women that you're not comfortable with and your child's trying to copy it. Um, it's just generally like making sexualization more uh, available to kids which really it shouldn't be especially right. not that young of an age like they should that shouldn't even be in their mentality sure and so then you, just, just, you just want to buy them uh girl dolls with um what the old colonial clothes on just covers neck to ankle no I, 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 no I, don't I, I think there's a if i had a daughter here this is what this is what i want you to be no there's probably a medium there but i, I just i don't know like sexifying kids is wrong yeah yeah i mean look at us when we were kids did you not go to somebody's house that had barbies and look pull up the barbie skirt sure i mean yeah but i mean that's yeah you did but they didn't also make barbie have like a giant ass with a thong that's sticking out (laughs) like what some of these other things are you know they're like our version of barbies was just a plastic hump i mean there was no definition in it whatsoever (laughs) right you're right (laughs) so anyway <clears throat> there's lots of sh- weird toys out there i guess you know just be mindful of what you're letting your kid play with to an extent but at the same time also it's a toy like right. I, I don't know and what's going to make those toys that you purchase for your children even more exciting is when you get excited to play with them yeah and play with them with your child um so that's a big thing that i have to be more conscious of within myself is this toy is going to go out of date or irrelevant if it's just him playing with it. Right. So if I'm playing with it with them, maybe the toy's life lasts a little bit longer. Well, that also helps them like develop, you know, stimulates their ideas. If they see you playing with it a way that they didn't think about playing with it, that opens up a new pathway for sure. them, you know, and they're like, you know, it's, it's like problem solving. Sure. I, I do. I do want to bring up something real quick. So I tried to, like introduce like things I like to my kid, you know, to see if she'll grasp on it. And it's a negative all the time, but I bought her last year. I'm sorry. Santa brought her last year, the sewer headquarters for the Ninja Turtles. And that lasted for about a month, but she, she had turned it into like a girl's palace and like the Ninja Turtles had been evicted and it was, it was rough for our listenership out there. That, uh, sewer headquarters for the Ninja Turtles is currently in my house. (laughs) I forgot. That's right. And I imagine it'll be in my house in two years. Yeah. Old boy just rolls (laughs) up one day. He doesn't even call me. He just gets out of the truck and he's like, Hey, you want this? I'm like, well, you're here. Left, Left it. Leave it at your doorstep. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you before we get out of here on toys uh i have to ask the all most important question that revolves uh around the subject matter we're talking about on this podcast today and that is what is better the 1982 film the toy starring richard pryor or the 1992 film toys starring robin williams oh man that is tough. Because initially when you brought this topic to me, I thought we were going to look into these movies. Turns out I was wrong, but I still have this idea that uh, those are two very incredible movies, both with Toy in the title. very different movies. Too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're so vastly different movies. <laughs> I'm going to cast, and, and you guys know how I feel about Joan Cusack, but despite that, <laughs> I'm going to vote for Toys. 
Okay. I think I'm kind of voting for Toys 2 just because, like, the narrative is much darker. Right. Well, I guess it's the dark. toy is pretty... There, there's some yeah, weird you're... slavery undertones there, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the toy... In today's time, makes you a little uncomfortable. When I was a kid, man, I loved the movie The Toy. Why? Because I think it's the first ever movie I saw a naked woman. And uh, <laughs> it was when the kid and Richard Pryor break into his dad's office, and they, like, hit a button or somewhere, and there's, like, a pin where you, you know, move it mm-hmm. one way and her clothes come off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love that. Also, shout out to uh, Big. That's another movie that heavily involves toys. Um, yeah, very good. Good call. And uh, toy, toy Story. Toys in Babeland. There's another Toys Babes movie. Babes in Toyland? Or ba- <laughs> <laughs> toys in Babeland. Uh, that sounds that like, is a, that's that, like that's an advertisement. Toys in Babeland? That's the porno version of that movie. <laughs> toys in Babeland. Oh, God. Uh, well, I'm glad we edited it like this. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed us talking about uh, some, some fun things to play with this week. And we enjoyed kind of diving into it. Uh, as always, wherever you listen to your podcast, um, please like us, rate us, leave us a comment on there. Uh, go on our socials, follow it. There's some pretty funny stuff uh, floating around there, too. So at Raising Nashville Podcast, we will see you guys next week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah, the fear. I never leave the spot without my buddy. I never hit the block without my buddy. Feel like I'm about to drown my jury flooded. If a nigga wanna try me, I'ma bust him. my buddy. My buddy. My buddy said, shot it. He said he gon' ride for me. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy really love me. He said he gon' die for me. My buddy. My buddy got his stitches just like Fetty Walk. I always grab my buddy for.